Hey guys, welcome to another episode of This Sovereign Life, where we aim to help you escape the mediocrity that we've been conditioned to see as success, and instead to pursue a life that you truly desire, to believe that that's possible and available to you. So in today's episode, I want to talk about what I believe is going to be the next hot commodity. This podcast is about all things related to life, right? It's about uh, primarily, it's about sovereignty, sovereignty of mind, power over your own life and your direction and the outcomes that you get over your daily experience. And so that covers or that includes a wide range of topics, one of them being financial freedom. And um, so I will be talking about financial freedom quite a bit or just different ways, you know, passive income, financial freedom. Uh, whatever it is that comes to mind that contributes to our sovereignty, I will discuss that. And so today I saw a video titled, uh, let's see, what was it? Ideas are the next commodity, right? And I was like, yes, that title resonates with me, especially as AI becomes a thing and we start to experience that interface. It's happening very rapidly where AI is doing so many things for us, just like overnight, doing so many things that it used to take minutes, hours, sometimes days for us to do as humans, right? Um, Copy, editing, making landing pages, making ads, writing code. Like most of us don't know how to write code. And then overnight, we can suddenly write code with this AI stuff, right? And so I think what a lot of people are feeling, what I'm feeling, and what a lot of other people are feeling is this kind of like, what is going to happen next, right? Like, where is the value ladder going? What will be the value of the human in the near future if AI replaces a lot of our jobs, a lot of our creativity, um, a lot of the things that, you know, just months ago we were solely responsible for. Um, And I think that we can compare this to past revolutions or like past, um, let's see, how do you say that? Changes, past evolutions. I don't know what the correct, the best word for this is, but, you know, they called it the industrial revolution, the agricultural revolution. Um, There's these certain time periods where there were commodities that were predominantly valuable and then something came along and completely changed what was valuable, right? Or what was, what made the most money? What was the most in demand? And so these things are constantly like emerging and reemerging. You know, there's certain things that seem to hold their value quite well, regardless of the changes in the economy or the changes in uh, innovation And then there are other things that sometimes go completely obsolete because uh, something came along and replaced it. And so as we kind of go into this new era, as we transition into this phase of AI, and as much as some of us want to ignore it, pretend it's not there, escape it, I do agree with the opinion that AI is here to stay and to try to resist it rather than make it work for us is futile and also probably a way to sabotage yourself, right? 
Um, but one thing I believe is I believe that humans will maintain their intrinsic value. Um, you know, if you listen to my podcast, if you listen to other episodes in this podcast, you will know that I believe that we are created beings created by God and we are very valuable. We are one of a kind and irreplaceable, each and every one of us. Um, however, what I'm talking about today is in the marketplace, right? Um, as humans, we often misplace value, I believe. Um, even as we see like a lot of uh, what we talk about as success is we talk about how much money somebody makes, right? What job title they have, what status they have. Uh, I think that's a misplacement of value, um, but that's another topic. So as we go into this new era, I think we are all trying to figure out like what is actually going to be the next most valuable thing, right? Where will humans have their place in the value ladder? Like how will we be value, continue to be valuable if AI is replacing all of these jobs, um, and you know, what will be the next commodity? How will that, um, how will that evolve? And I think that whoever, or whoever put out this video, I, I don't know who was talking in it, but they were saying that ideas will be the next hot commodity. And I do think to a certain extent that that is true. I think ideas honestly have always been a hot commodity. We just don't realize it because, we don't pay for ideas as much as we pay for ideas once they have um, come to fruition, once they have materialized, right? Um, but ideas are always what starts a new innovation. Uh, so in a sense, ideas have always been one of the most valuable things. We just don't understand it because we don't see them as valuable until they are in the flesh, until they are a physical manifestation of that idea. But I want to talk about what I think is going to be one of the next hot commodities, and it goes beyond ideas. And I think that with AI, um, and I honestly think that, you know, with the pandemic and how it kept us all kind of away from each other, it kept us, you know, out of like physical contact with each other for a long time. I think we started to see how much humans crave and need uh, in-person interaction with other people, connection. There's literally an energy that gets created when you have people in person versus even on a Zoom, right? Um, and I, I think that's undeniable, especially once we experienced it in real time very recently. And so as we move into this um, AI revolution, where AI replaces a lot of what we consider ourselves to be valuable for, one of the things that I believe is going to be hot, 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 a commodity that people are going to start finding very about, very valuable, sometimes I can't talk on this podcast, and will pay good money for is actually in-person energy, in-person energy and in-person connection with people who are... Um, who cannot be replaced by AI, right? And I think that ultimately underneath that's all of us, but we live in a society that has taught us to dumb ourselves down, to look outward instead of inward and 
not to cultivate the unique individual inside of us, but instead to seek to be like everyone else, to seek to fit in by conforming, right? And so even though I think we're all very valuable intrinsically, many of us don't realize that value and often don't cultivate it to its full potential because we're too busy trying to become valuable by some outside perception of us, right? And so I think as as AI comes along and it does these things and does these things, it'll do a lot of them, right? But one thing it can't do, and I don't think it will ever be able to do this. I'm sure some people would argue this, but I don't think it will ever be able to replace the thoughts, soul, and spirit of an individual who has spent time cultivating themselves inside, connecting to the divine power that is within them and cultivating their energy and somebody who becomes such a person that they are irresistible and the ideas that come from them are alive and pivotal and important and sovereign, right? Like AI, I don't think... I think we have the ability as human beings to be sovereign. Sovereign as in when we allow the divine creator to be our our guidance and to inhabit us and we stop giving our sovereignty away to the government and to the people around us, to our friends, to our family, to our teachers, to mentors, to trends, to all these things, then I believe that we can become sovereign. And within us is a creative power and a creative flow that is unstoppable and uh, cannot be programmed, right? Whereas with AI, all of it is a result of programming. It's all a result of learning and becoming what it has learned. And so I think it will go very far. And For some of us, if we imagine that, that can be scary far. I definitely have gone there before. And honestly, I would be fine without AI. I think that I would be happy in a world without AI. But like I said, it's inevitable. So as we see this um, and as we grow accustomed to it, what usually becomes valuable is what's rare, right? Uh, What we can't get just a dime a dozen of can't get every minute of our life. And I think as humans interface with AI and AI interfaces with humans and we get preoccupied with what AI can do and what we can do with AI, um, we will, I don't know what the result of that's going to be. I don't know what that's going to look like ultimately. But one thing I can say is I do foresee, I do believe that those of us who have cultivated our sovereignty of mind, those of us who have continued to value the elements of nature, of creation, all of them, all of the senses and the interactions between humans and nature and the complexity of nature and the healing power and all of these things that already exist, those of us who have continued to cultivate 
those relationships, those ideas, those thoughts, uh, not only within ourselves, but with each other. And we build spaces and experiences based on these things, right? These things that have the energy of realness, the energy of authenticity, the energy of the super intelligence, the superpower that already exists that brought all of us into being, including AI, because AI is a product of um, human intelligence, right? That's what I think will, will be standout, what will be rare in the future. And it will be noticeable, right? It'll be a palpable difference in energy, something that is created from the fountain, the resource of of energy and interconnectedness versus something that is generated from a machine. And I think that there's a lot of evidence in this world already to confirm this belief because as, I mean, it depends on where your head's at, right? It depends on how you're thinking. But if you really become present and you tune in to what's going on in the world, one thing that you will understand is that we have built all of these resources and wealth and all of these things just to buy back the natural resources that existed already, right? The abundance that was already here. Most of the wealthiest people, what do they want? They want land. They want water. They want, they want to have the power and control over natural resources. And everything we build that we also contribute value to with requires natural resources. It requires, you know, lithium for batteries, um, all these different things, gold and silver, uh, you know, metals, water. We cannot, we have not figured out how to exist without nature and nature still the elements of nature and humanity are still including the imagination and, and our brains that, you know, are the things that create innovation, that develop new ideas, that invent new things. All of it is a product of the original creator, the original design, right? So I think the more artificial we get with our intelligence and the artificial, the more artificial we get with what we create, the more rare this energy will fill this realness, this connection, and therefore, the more of a commodity it will become. And the other reason I believe this is because as AI does relieve us of a lot of the things that were time consuming, that, you know, we spent a lot of our time and energy doing, I also believe that that will free more people up to kind of go on a journey of self-discovery, right? Um, one of the most valuable resources that we have is time and time when you have time to actually think, to go inward, to discover, uh, to use your imagination and to unwind and re rebuild all the conditioning that you have within you. That is one of the most, um, valuable processes we can have we can go through as humans 
And the problem for many of us is that we lack the time to even do so. We lack the time and the bandwidth to put our energy there because we're so pulled in all these different directions. We're so busy trying to make a living, trying to support our families, trying to do all of these things to be valuable in a world where there's only a certain perspective on value. And so many of us haven't been able to take that time to heal and to connect to creator, to connect to each other, to um, to really discover our full potential. And I do think um, that's why a lot of us don't value the things that are truly valuable. We don't see the value in the things that are truly what enhance our lives. And as AI takes all of these things off of our plate, we're either going to get bored and we're going to probably be a detriment to ourselves and society, or we're going to use that time that it's freed up to develop ourselves personally, individually, and collectively. The only, like when you develop yourself personally, the only impact you can have on the collective is a positive one, right? And so as people find this time to become more aware and to become more intentional, I think that our perception of value will shift and we will increase our interest in these things that for a long time have been considered a luxury or a distraction, or, um, you know, something that we're not allowed to do. And when we have that time, and we are able to create resources much more quickly, and, uh, you know, we'll get we'll get innovative, we'll get crafty with AI. You know, we like to get scared, we do get scared. But also, as fast as we're scared, we're also trying to figure out how to make it work for us. Humans are hopeful beings by nature, I believe. Uh, most of us, you know, we want to believe in the greater outcome, even though we also have this other very pessimistic side. Um, but like that again is another topic. Um, I think as we as we have this increased awareness and increased time, then we will start to value things like real-time connection. Uh, we will we will lean into the value of nature. We will find that to be a commodity that is worth investing in, um, of travel, of seeing others' perspectives, of being in the presence of people who can challenge us and help us to grow and bring new and fresh ideas and energy into our lives. And so as as many of us might be frightened or pessimistic about this AI revolution. I think that it's up to us in a lot of ways, right? Like, how are we going to handle it? What are we going to do with it? Because ultimately, if these things that I'm talking about become the most valuable commodities, um, of course, that could be exploited, right? But at the same time, that could be an amazing thing, a great thing, because in my opinion, the more of us that are empowered, that are healed, that are aware, 
that are connected to our creator, connected to God and connected to each other, the more powerful we will become collectively and the less likely we are to be enslaved or overtaken by evil powers that would choose and try to possess AI technology for for the greater evil rather than the greater good. So I think that there is a there is something hopeful there and I hope that this inspires you inspires you not to run away in fear but rather to to allow yourself to think innovatively and imaginatively about how you could enhance yourself with AI um or not or just but just how just to have a a more positive outlook on it and an outlook that has more sovereignty and control and power rather than feeling like you will be overtaken and running in fear and hiding because I really don't believe I believe that that is the detriment to all of us when good people run and hide and I don't think fear I mean Danger, what's that quote? Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. I believe that that's true, right? Um, and I think for most things that are dangerous, like there's there's the other side too, right? Um, well, at least when it comes to things like AI, uh, there's some things that are probably just purely dangerous. But I think in all of these moments in time, we are really what determines the trajectory we often believe it's this larger outside force. But I think that it's a collaboration between us and the larger outside forces. And I don't think without us that there would be any reason for evil or good to act as a force among us. And so really it is our intention, our imagination, our connection to the divine or our rejection of God, the divine good that is going to determine the outcome. And I won't go deep into the ideas of, you know, predetermined, um, what's predetermined, uh, future, versus future that is created with every moment and every thought and every belief that we have. Um, I'll save that for another episode, but I do believe it's largely up to us whether or not we will become a victim of AI and allow it to replace us or whether or not we will allow it to actually enhance our lives, to free us up to become more of who we were actually meant to be. Because ultimately, I think as souls created and put on this planet, our primary purpose was not just to become part of an industrial machine, part of making money for a certain percentage of wealthy people, part of the uh, the grind, right? I believe that we are each and every one of us are individuals who have a purpose who were meant for something greater. And so I'm happy with the idea that these beautiful parts of life will become more of a commodity. 
I'm okay with that. I would actually look forward to that. And even though AI has scary parts and I really don't think that we know how it's going to play out, we have all of these predictions and often we make predictions and because somebody made a prediction, we start to see that as the truth that exists. But if we look back through history, we can see that many predictions that were made were very, very wrong and far from the truth, right? Um, and so rather than being scared, I think if we embrace what this could allow, what we could free ourselves up for, and who we would be able to become if we weren't so preoccupied with survival, with making money, with um, you know doing these things and being important in these ways, then we could become truly important in the way we were intended for. So hopefully this was a, I hope this was a hopeful message for you today. And um, I look forward to seeing if my prediction comes true. <laughs> I will see you in the next episode.